listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everyone to 90S. The uh, 9 to Q. 5 Entertainment System. That's Scott. Yep. I'm John. Mm-hmm. We're also sober. I'm trying to fix that yep. as quick as I can. Yeah, but except it's really early on in the day and we have a super long day and it's a terrible idea to get fucking hammered. I it. disagree. Yesterday, it's, yesterday. It's probably the earliest in the day we've ever recorded. I think so, yeah. It's not the earliest in the day that I have ever recorded, though. No, didn't you do one at noon with Walter where you're getting wasted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did, we did a, I think it was even earlier. It might have been like 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also uh, we did some of the we did one of the fringe ones at like two. It's already like two mm. thirty. Yeah, and yeah, but that's go plug yourself. You just have to lean on your guest. This is us. This is for real. This is. But also yesterday we're uh, generating. This, this is content. crazy. Like we're supposed to bring content here, and all the content that we have, we have to talk about on other things. Like I could talk about Batman Rises. Spoil it for fucking everybody. That would be great, including or, me. So fuck you, no. Or we could talk idea. about the the Fantasia stuff we did yesterday, which we're not allowed to because we're talking about that on another. Podcast. That's right. So what are we doing here? What I did yesterday, which I can actually talk about. Uh, well, I can't really. I, yeah, well, whatever. Fuck it. But yeah, yesterday, in terms of drinking, yes, we started at noon, mm-hmm. and like we there was coffee at the craft service table to meet the sushi girl cast. Mm-hmm. That was fine. We drank a bunch of coffee. Then we were, like, instantly drinking for some reason. Then we went to the Vernissage. Well, this was really cool. I invited you. Yeah, I was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Vernissage called, uh, it came, it's, I think it's on for the next two weeks or three weeks. might be on for the entire duration of Fantasia Festival called It Came From Within, which is the, uh, the alternate title of Shivers. And the whole idea is that um, what if Canada had, like, a really deep and rich horror film history, which it doesn't. Don't we? What about that thing in New Brunswick? Which one? The, the, Stop, what? what? You're no. being off and on? Are you paranoid about breathing? No, I, w- I was going to take a drink of my beer. The, um, didn't didn't we just talk shopping? about this yesterday where they were, they made like three or four really good horror yeah, movies Yeah, yeah, but that, that's in the past few years. But this yeah. is like a history. Okay. A or, history. or you mean like David Cronenberg? No, no, no. no. Oh, Further back. That's still the 80s and there's what, like two, three films 70s? in there? 70s? Cronenberg Shivers was 78 and that was his yeah, He did Rabbit before that. that which is set in Montreal. Anyway. Regardless, there's okay. Not so what if what if Canada had people who were into horror that actually did some research about it? That's what we're talking I, about. Bruce McDonald, fucking writer director of Pontypool, is involved with this vernissage, like this whole project. I don't think it's wait, Pontypool was Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is it? Oh, yeah, wasn't it outside? Of... It's the writer director of Hardcore Logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and, and it was set in like the prairies, right? Yeah, something like that. I thought it was on the border between Ontario and Quebec. It was like in a little Ontario town in North Maybe. Ontario. No, I thought it was like Manitoba. Really? Well, whatever the fuck it's from. But, I I don't think, and it's like the other guy who mounted this together is the editor of Room Org. I don't think he's not knowledgeable of it. Canada has a history of horror film. I said a rich history of horror film, which it does not. Like there's all those movies that you're listing, we could put them all together, and it'd still be less than twenty flicks, right? Like it wouldn't. Okay, I, I can ag- agree that the the amount of 
I'm not um, saying it's non-existent. And the amount of the amount of, of quality horror producers, uh, creators, is, is limited in Canada. Yeah. So this is what they do is they took actual. Uh, some of them was like some from the rumor guys. Some of them were by actual uh, like writers and directors and stuff like that who wrote a film title, a film tagline, a brief synopsis, and a release date. And then they handed that information over to artists, and artists had to make a film poster in the style of that time. That's hella cool. Based on the synopsis, yeah. Fucking really, really cool stuff. So, like, uh, the Stan and Dan Adventures, where it's like, Stan and Dan, meet the mummy, you know? And it's like 1946, <laughs> like, everybody, like, fucking... Party boys style. Yeah, 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 and the yeah. posters get, like, all done. And then there's um, uh, Permafrost Films, which are, like, two brothers in the Yukon who got a love of, like, of the Canadian horror film that like history that had started you know that didn't exist <laughs> and started it and then they they made like three or four movies all set in the yukon because they were like the horror comes from the setting and stuff like that like <laughs> and like ton, uh i think it was tundrasaurus was their first one and it's like one of those like 1950s like stop motion things they had the poster for tundrasaurus they also had the uh, the stop motion prop for tundrasaurus and like a case like <laughs> fucking really like if you it's I was like, there's a really, not small, but like, it's a very niche market of people who will enjoy this art exhibit. I'm pretty sure niche is a fancy way of saying small. But, but it's not that small. Like, I mean, Montreal has Fantasia. Yeah, and they sell out the Hall Cinema. How long is this vernissage up? I, I think it's up for the duration of the, uh, of the festival. Wicked. Yeah, and you can just, uh, well, the vernissage isn't there, like, but the, the exhibit's up and you, right. you can go for free. It's at the cinema. But, but Fantasia's kind of a mixed bag. I mean, it's not just for horror fans. And it wasn't ever founded on being just for horror fans. No. But it's certainly genre fans. Like, I think there's a bit of crossover. Like, most people who are into, like, kung fu movies at least have some amount of respect for genre film. Like, they might not even go see them, but they'll, they, like, respect it. Like, Yesterday, I, we saw a documentary and a comedy. Like, I don't even... Yeah, but the comedy had zombies in it. But then the documentary was, like, way off the fucking beaten path in sure, terms sure, of, sure. like, crazy-ass documentaries, which we're not talking about, because that's another podcast. Tune in to the Fantasia podcast. There'll probably be, I think, like four episodes up by the time this episode is up, so you should go back and listen to those things where we talk about movies that we haven't seen yet. Even if you're one of my fans, I mean, I know I'm not in them, but these two guys... Well, if you go see a Fantasia movie, like if you go see Roller Town with us, it'll be on the podcast. Yeah, that's fine. We'll we'll see if we get one of those four four afterwards, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Mom. Four fans of Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs> I was out. I was out. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to finish off this massage thing. Uh, also, um, you know Angus Byers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makeup artist. Yeah, uh, yeah. He has one of the posters at the Vernissage. Like he, uh, or at the exhibit, I guess. He did one of the posters. He did... Uh, Angus has some great hair. I only know one Angus, and that's enough. Different. Different. They're a little bit different. Different, different, okay. different sides of the same name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he did, like, the... Uh, like, the the crustacean behind the scenes or whatever and it was like a 1950s film and then like the documentary that was made by the star actress on set and stuff like very cool some of the my favorite they also went into the future they had the actual poster for Pontypool Changes Mm -hmm. because he's making a sequel to Pontypool yep yep. so they had the actual poster as part of the exhibit like uh, it comes out in the 2013 and then they had the the 2028 like kind of funny and a little bit heavy handed like um the Decline of Canada or whatever, and they were, like, the first film made in Canada uh, in the past eight years since Harper put a ban on, like, <laughs> like creative expressionism <laughs> and whatever else like that, and then... Harper like, bans creativity. Yeah, basically, and it was just sort of, like, after his first term, he made, he like, he 
completely banned the process of um, like no confidence votes and whatever else like that to make sure that all is and then extended the terms into eight year terms and like it's still current prime minister and whatever else like that and uh, Quebec separated with a 95% approval rating as even Anglos decided to like get the fuck, get out, the of fuck out of Canada yeah. or Harper's regime and stuff like you know, like bringing back the death penalty and all. It was just like hilarious, and it's like this, like this, like super serious <laughs> documentary style poster from like 2028. And I was like, that's fun. But yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's obviously it's an art exhibit, so you can just presumably just walk in and take a look. It's at I think it's Cinematheque on the uh, corner of Saint Denis and De Maisonneuve, right near the NFB building. If you're in Montreal, super being, cool. Being on a Nicholas Winding Resin kick, as I'm sure you remember from our last podcast, and us all loving Drive. And um, getting ready for Batman, right. I watched Bronson, which was the uh, dramatization of Britain's most violent prisoner. Right. Played by Tom Hardy. Yeah. Fantastic. You saw it too, I think. I haven't seen it yet. Really? No. It was incredible. A little bit I of. I heard like, it was amazing, and it's always been on my like to watch. Yeah, it's it's got this weird kind of like Terry Gilliam esque kind of over the top, fanciful kind of aspect to it. Like Bronson is just like this normal dude who. And by normal, I mean a psychopathic, violent monster who, like, what are you trying to say, John? Grew up in a rough part of England, (laughs) and they like intersperse vignettes from his life that, uh, according to the Wikipedia page, are pretty factual. With him standing on a stage, like just Tom Hardy in front of an actual audience, talking about himself in the character of Bronson, saying, "Like, you know, I was always destined for more than this life, whatever." And it's interspersed with with him bare-ass naked fighting with eight cops at the same time in a cage with red strobe lights and whatever. It was it was fucking a hell of an experience. And it was, uh, what's his name? Tom Hardy. So the guy who plays Bane. No, no, I know Tom Hardy's a star, but yeah. the, the, the guy who directed it. Was Nicholas Winding Resin, the so same, same dude, Valhalla Rising and Drive. Drive. Yep. What was, fuck, there was some, who was, who was in Drive, name of the actor? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. And also the chick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what was it? Where Michelle Williams? Fuck. Who's, who was no. having this conversation? Where it was. Ryan Gosling was part of the. Ca- oh, yeah, it was with you. The uh, Ryan Gosling and the Iron Fist and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Iron Fist and Power Man. Michael Jai Iron White Man. and Ryan Gosling. Movies that need to fucking happen. As what? Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. Michael Jai White, who plays Black Dynamite and Black okay. Dynamite. You know, Power Man. From, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, Power Man from nope. Marvel. Nope. Like he was a character that they introduced in the seventies to try to like cash in on black exploitation. Okay. So he's like, "Sweet Christmas, quit yeah. your jab and jab turkeys, <laughs> get out of here, you!" And like punches him in the face. Right. Like he fought Doctor Doom once for two hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. He was a hero for hire. And the the, the great did, did he win? <laughs> Doctor Doom gave him two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Doom hired him for a job. Yeah. And then. Fucked off at the end of the job, and Luke Cage chased them all the way back to Latveria. To Nobody shortchanges Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> well, here I have your two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, then I guess. I guess since you came, that's here. like that guy from the first uh, the first season of American uh, Horror Story. I want my one thousand dollars. Yeah, just fucking rambling on. Yeah. you said you would pay me a thousand. One thousand dollars. Such such a problem for Marvel that they actually retconned it. Because they didn't want Doctor Doom to appear to cave for just two hundred dollars, that it was retconned into being just a Doombot. 
Oh, so it was a Doombot that let <laughs> paid him, paid him, paid him the two hundred dollars because Doctor Doom didn't. Would, would never but did he like? It. Did he punch Doctor Doom in the face? Was he like, "I'm gonna get you, Doom"? Yeah, Ow. he punched Suckle. all his guards, all his traps, <laughs> through his castle. No, the funniest part, if you go back and read those Power Man comics, is because they can't swear because yeah. obviously because and they couldn't they can't even swear to the extent that they can sort of swear now because of the comics code yeah. at the time. So it's just like his jive talk. It's just like gibberish because they're like <laughs> his his great enemy in the seventies was the Fish Man. <laughs> the Fishman? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you have a pencil? I'm going to write this down. He's, All right. that, he's that, a, a, a hood pimp Fishman. Okay. Is he white? Harlem. Isn't that fish like calling someone a fish belly? No, like, a, like a racial slur against white people? Fish belly? get yeah. racist with you, John. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. We've covered that. In conclusion. Yeah, John fucking... You know, Scott's a big pansy. Yeah. Doesn't true. like talking about racism. And he's like, oh, homophobia. Blah, 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 blah. I know. I know. Anyway, it still shocks me that I'm the sensitive one. It it's, doesn't shock me. You love being sensitive. It lets you argue more with your friends. Like you found, like you were like I, in my mind, a couple years back, you were like, "Shit, my friends and I see eye to eye on a lot of things." I'm not arguing nearly I as need much. Way as I more used. conflict in my life. <laughs> exactly. I'm not arguing nearly as much as I used to when I was surrounded by a bunch of sensitive people. Wait, I'll become the sensitive one. Then I'll be arguing with all of them. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> exactly. This is, I've. So yeah, totally and, and Iron Fist is a, a white dude with blonde hair who becomes a master of kung fu. Yeah, hmm. and he's like a Buddhist pacifist. One right. of the what? They're like he's he's one of them, right? Like is it seven? You find that out later. Yeah, yeah, but it's like he's like a legendary kung fu warrior who gets like kind, extra kind of biting powers. on like uh, kung fu, the legend, whatever, like that same kind of deal. Uh, even it might even predate it. Like really? he, he came around early seventies into the oh, comic books. Okay. Yeah, so like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee is probably where a lot of the that inspiration for him comes from. So we're thinking Dreamcast would be Michael Jai White right. as Luke Cage, Power Man. Because he would basically just be Black Dynamite, just with, with a, a yellow Tiara. shirt. Who who owns these? Uh, Marvel. 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 And yeah. these these are certainly not rights that Sony is after. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like, but it it could even be fucking done like. It could be done low budget, like like low budget, quote unquote, like, like low style. budget compared to Avengers. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, Blade style. I would even I'd I, it's Blade style, but like the the, the dream director what? for this whole entire project is like Robert Rodriguez why, or someone. Yeah, who like, why, why wouldn't they do it though? Black Dynamite style, like like a little cheapy, but obviously still with quality. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, and that, that's that's the funny part too, is because with all the Marvel stuff, Black Dynamite like, means kung pao. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody loves that. Either way, it's but it's just like with the the, the Marvel movies that are all tied in, mm-hmm. and I was like, I just love to have like a scene in the bar being like Avengers save New York City, and like Luke Cage being like, Goddamn Avengers, and like <laughs> that's the only like even like indication that the film is taking place in modern times because the rest of it has like that grainy seventies, yeah, look yeah, yeah, for sure, or whatever. For sure. <laughs> but you still see the Avengers like fighting Loki on a TV in the bar, damn like, show offs, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goddamn it, <laughs> bet you they didn't even get paid for that. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> So yeah, it would be amazing. Like fucking black exploitation plus kung fu, which was the Heroes for Hire storyline was black exploitation plus kung fu. It like Marvel has sort of wised up to it. Like wised up to the fact that the that sort of like kitsch is kind of back because both like Luke Cage and Iron Fist are a lot more visible now in comics now than they were in like the nineties. Yeah, they're, they're both members of the Avengers now. Yeah, exactly. Like what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luke Cage has been leader of one of the Avengers teams for years. Good lord. He's one of the uh, the side teams. They're like the... Secret Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're going to have Avengers. the stones to do that. Like the, the Marvel production studio have the balls to be like, okay, we're gonna just going to do like a super lower budget 
end superhero movie. And yeah, it won't be as big as the Avengers, but it'll still take place in the universe. Like rather than like a two hundred million dollar budget, give it yeah. like be forty so million, cool. or thirty so million, and, cool. and do. Lo- and, and I, I think like they've this. forgotten that Blade was their breakout film, and that yeah. that a total C list character could be the one that could make it happen. Just just yeah. click with the right audience and make enough money for them. Yeah, and even if that kind of a movie doesn't make like a billion fucking dollars like Avengers, even if it pulls in a hundred million, that's still a goddamn good reason. A hundred million dollars, you know, like why would you not do that? Especially when you look at fucking like like I said, if you put it in the hands of like a Rodriguez or whatever else, yeah, like that, you can he, do it on he, the he would cheap, do it yeah. on like twenty million. Like sure. and that would be and it would look like slick as fuck. Like Planet Terror was made I think on like twenty years. He or 20 has or been 30. working for years. I just found this out to try and make at the Mountains of Madness. To the point where he had a, like sets designed and fucking people yeah, yeah, getting yeah. ready to go shoot and they canceled the whole fucking project. Yeah. I that makes me so sad. Well, when's the new so city happening? No idea. No. But he's working on it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're making the two. They're making two, right? Yeah. And, and on top of that too, it's a new Sin City. Uh, the, the Frank Miller's. Huh? Frank Miller's giving them a new script. Frank or? Miller's giving them a new script and it's going to be a comic. Uh, yeah, well, Frank Miller's. Yeah, I know. It makes, crazy. Me, it makes me super nervous. I'm like, it's cool, new Sin City, which is. Uh, Helen Beck was 94 or whatever the fuck like it was way early well, yeah. what's the last thing that he's done that's been psychotic everything he I hasn't done anything yeah. good he hasn't done anything also, good since the mid 90s also he's gone fucking bananas right? really like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what has he done what was the remember last when he was did? like fucking posting like remember I said I don't know American anti-American bullshit and whatever and he was no. all like not, not anti-American gross kissing it's John and Scott and they're making out Bad. What's what's the whole fucking thing where Frank Miller got like super bitchy about some shit? Uh, it was something Iraq, about... maybe something. No, military, no, it was like know? prison. It was like it's great. Oh too. man, it was something awful. He he said something just completely. Just Google Frank Miller crazy. Okay, yeah, he just said something like super right wing banana boat crazy. It was it was someone. It was like a pro. No, it was it was the Occupy. Occupy Wall Street. It was like, yeah. man up and join the army. Like, that's how you help your country. Like, Wait, and you're like, what? what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, not quite that, but I mean, okay. probably if you if you wanted to compress the fucking rant he wrote, okay. Okay. you could... I will look this up. You this could sounds compre- very interesting. You could compress it into, if you want to help your country, man up and join the army. Hmm. That's how you help your country, Occupy Movement. You guys are just a bunch of entitled pussies. Like, uh, Fascinating. Yeah, and, and then Alan Miller, also mm-hmm. one of comics' crazy people. Yeah. Who, talented whatever was like last time I checked Frank Miller hasn't done anything like any kind of good since Sin City and even that was just misogynistic nonsense like wow it was just like and you're like eh kind of is yeah. well what I don't know Scott do you know anything he's been writing in the last while even I if it isn't good uh, he wrote a comic book that was supposed to be a Batman comic book and he, he handed in the script to DC and they looked at it and they were like are you fucking insane mm-hmm. no we will never publish this this is the company that published the widening gyre yeah <laughs> <laughs> just saying and this is also the p- company that is currently publishing the prequels to the Watchmen without Alan Moore well the Alan Moore would never give his consent the worst part about that though is that there's like a good a good batch of people involved in that yeah. I feel so torn on that entire issue I was like uh, well, wait till we see it. Uh, I guess they're out. They're, they're out. out. Are they good? I, I refuse to read them. I I read even them. even beyond my aversion to the big two, I I, I can't deal with a corporate driven creative process like it's that. Weird. Like, but, it's, but there's how'd you like the Avengers? I I I thought the Avengers was fan influenced to an extreme 
amount hmm. in the way that Joss Whedon is a huge fan of the franchise. Okay. And the Iron Man movies, John Favreau is a huge fan of of that. And there was like a, a creative thing. And this was just DC saying, Watchmen can make us more money. Let's go to the creator. Do you want to help? He says no. They're like, not. okay, well, we're doing it without you. Want, he doesn't even want Watchmen to be printed anymore, right? Like, really? He he has said that it was written during the Cold War, and if you're like reading it now outside of context, that's not the intended audience that I wrote it. And people are extrapolating things and putting it into modern sense. I didn't write it that way. He's a crazy person, though. Sure. Like it was. Um, and what's his name? Peter David. A, Peter a, David was like, "Oh, I want to be Alan Moore." People were like, "Hey, Peter David, we still want to be publishing those comics you wrote 25 years ago." I'm gonna be like, "No, don't do it." I'll be like, "No, <laughs> give me the check." Yeah, but like, <laughs> with, Alan, with Alan Moore, it's different. His contract for the ownership of Watchmen reverts to him if they don't publish it uh, after a certain period of time, if yeah. they let it go dormant. Yeah. So that's why the Watchmen is re-released every two years. Mm-hmm. Huh. Because DC is like, give it back to Alan Moore? Fuck, yeah, fuck it's no. It's the same thing with the Spider-Man movies. Like, why there's another Spider-Man movie is they, if they don't... If they don't Did you, you guys see the new Spider-Man movie? Not yet. Uh, I watched the redlettermedia.com apparently it's review. Good. They but said it is a joyless, heartless cash grab. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, Jaime, Jaime saw it. And he yeah. was just sort of like, he's like, Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider, becomes Spider-Man. And he's like, and, and that's why I'm going to watch it, I guess, maybe on video or something. But yeah. I'm like, it's just the Spider-Man's origin. Again, we saw this in theaters, like, in our lifetimes yeah. kind of thing. And But he's like, it just does it really well. And they wanted to they wanted to reset it because the third film was a fucking mess. Also, the, the rights were going to revert. And the rights, and exactly. Yeah, and yeah. if they don't renew the rights by making a film or making a project about it, yeah. it reverts back to Marvel, and then Marvel can throw Spider-Man into the Avengers if they wanted to. You know, hmm. On that same sure. line... Same thing with X-Men. Did you see the uh, trailer for the new Superman? Uh, no, no, I haven't yet. No, it no. looks so Just a few fucking images. pretentious. Superman is really pretentious. And yeah. and as stupid as it is, yep. the best Superman stories are pretentious. Like, they need to be preachy, because otherwise it's boring, because he's yeah. Jesus. And yeah. if you're not dealing with the fact that you're going to, like, have... Like, there has... In order to make it... In my opinion, if in order to make any kind of a Superman story interesting, you need to turn at least a somewhat critical eye on the fact that he's fucking Jesus. Like, <laughs> like that's, he... That's why my favorite Superman story story in the movies is the worst of the movies. It's Quest for Peace. It's yeah. the only one that takes it to the logical conclusion. Which is? What happens? He Superman decides that the, the biggest problem on Earth is nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And he is going to go and destroy them all. Yep. And then some invested people decide that they don't want Superman to destroy nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. So they build a Superman nemesis who's powered by the nuclear fusion of the sun. Hmm. And they fight. But, like, forgetting the fact that there's a, a supervillain that can match Superman blow for blow and that makes for exciting movies. Sure. The fact is, anytime you have a world where there is a Superman and he's no, fighting. hasn't yet done that. He's and fighting Lex Luthor instead of, you know, solving world hunger or eliminating yeah. nuclear war, <laughs> then you're just kind of like, well, you're kind of a dick. Superman. Well, it's, it's why I, I fucking love Red Sun. Like, I love Red Sun to pieces because it puts Superman. Um, because he's raised, he's raised with communist ideals. Put Superman in like in a hundred percent. Like yes, uh, solve the energy's problem. Done. Isn't there um, isn't there a scene in there where he goes with this gigantic plow and plows all of the fields of Russia? Like, yeah, like, exactly. And stuff like that. And just being like Russia's yeah. energy problems done. Russia's food problems done. done. Whatever yeah. else like that. Anybody who wants to be part of communism will fucking reap the benefits of having 
the the son of Krypton, the yeah. son of Krypton, fucking yeah. helping them and blah 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 blah, and like it's just ridiculous. And then the other and and Lex Luthor in it is like the American scientist who's like, that's too much power for one person, like this is wrong. Like yeah. I don't care if he's making the right decisions. What no if, one man. What if have one day step. he doesn't? And it's like Lex Luthor is the total hero of being like, and like, <laughs> but still kind of doing what he's doing in the DC universe, but like, like in the regular DC universe. But in the DC universe, he's always presented as the villain. But like, if you, Lex is like, this is just a terrible thing. Like we we have a god who just basically decides whatever the fuck he wants to do, and nobody can stop him. Like we need to we need to know how to stop him. You know, and it's just like he's. N- not evil yet, but what if he makes a bad decision? We so watching watching the Dark Knight Rises, there's this scene where someone does something with an object that is very dangerous. This is very spoiler free. So, and it's out in the open, and lots of people are seeing this guy who is bad doing this thing with this thing that is very dangerous. And uh, I, I'm watching the movie. I'm like, why doesn't Superman just show up and go like, psst, psst, eye lasers, problem yeah. solved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but that, that that's, have a nice day, citizens. That's one of that's <laughs> one of Gotham's or not Gotham DC's biggest problems is yeah. like Superman being like, "Hey, bats, want some help? I got 30 minutes to spare. I will round up all the Gotham villains because they're just dudes in oh, masks. They, they, have, <laughs> they have dangerous objects. I'll just laser them to pieces. And <laughs> whatever. Solved. I mean, like like the freeze them in big blocks like, of the, ice. The strongest yeah. of the Batman villains is Killer Croc, and Superman would just like pwn him. Like in freeze, freeze is pretty strong. Ish wouldn't stop he, Superman. He has heat eye lasers. I'm, I'm, I'm just Super, Superman could be the strongest. Superman could like zip over from Metropolis to Gotham in like ten seconds, and then get back and then pour the coffee that he started while he was. Yeah, on his exactly. Way over. Like the coffee would still be warm. He would just like yeah. use his fucking X-ray vision and super hearing, whatever right. else like that. Here's some maniacal laughter, being yeah. like Joker. Boom, put him yeah. in a box. Like bop him You're on like, the head. Ting, like coin flip. All right, Two Face over there. Got yeah. him. You know, like. Alright, back to Frank Miller really quickly just to finish the story. (laughs) So he sends the script for Batman and DC is like, no! So he's like, okay, well, fuck you, I'm going to do it myself and it's not going to be Batman, it's going to be this other character that I'm going to make up right now. And he's going to go to Iraq and he's going to kill all the Iraqis. Awesome. And that's what that comic is. Wow! He He just goes there and he's like, I'm the most dangerous man ever. And you're gonna die. And he well, just what is it? Is it is it Batman and Robin where Frank Miller starts to lose it? I think. Like, I'm the goddamn Batman. I'm the goddamn Batman, and just like painting everything yellow, and then like kicking fucking Green Lantern he's, in the face. Like he's been in a boat. Which is which is sad because he did uh, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Well, mm-hmm. Year One and Dark Knight Returns, which are like two of the. Well, the, it's well, the foundation. They gave, a, they, it's, yeah, they it's gave the, us the Christopher Nolan no, no, vision. Well, sorry. it's the foundation of the modern badass Batman, basically. Batman Year One is easily the best comic book that DC has ever put out. Uh, I feel completely over, over comfortable. Watchmen? Yes. Hmm. Weird. I feel completely comfortable in saying that. It's it's a fantastic comic that I own three copies of. Really? Can I take one away today? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely... Uh, it's it's in the, like... I know I read it years ago and fucking loved every second yeah, of it. Yeah, it's super... But, but like, like... If you were to name five Batman comics... That you have to fucking read. Two of them. Year one would be yeah yeah. Two of them would be year one and Batman. Year, year one and Returns. Yeah. Like in in everybody's list. Like you might have like like I'm I'm super soft on Long Halloween, which yeah. I know isn't. I mean it's very highly regarded, but I it's really not going to be Arkham everybody's. Asylum. It's very like Arkham Asylum is, is going to be on some people's yeah. list, but not on other people's list because it's, it's weird like, as fuck. I'm a huge fan of No Man's Land, and that's not for everyone. No Man's Land isn't for everyone. Killing Joke, I think, is. Killing Joke's up there. Yeah, Killing Joke's like probably going to be on most lists. Like, and all of those, unless I miss my guess, are 
in the modern Batman that is post yeah. Frank Miller's. Yeah, movie. which is post. So, post so all of those are in a sense drawn out of his. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like even 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 Long Halloween. Long Halloween yeah. picks up straight with the. It's Falcon. a sequel to Year One. Falcon. It's, Falcon. it's Falcon. basically Falcon. a sequel to Year yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it picks up like, I think it's Year Two, basically. <laughs> like, so so what happened to this guy? Went fucking crazy. Went got old. And How is that an answer? He made the spirit and fucking. The I don't spirit? know, but like it's it's you it's one of those the things spirit? where. No. Oh man, you're leaving with the spirit too. Really? Oh god, dude. Sarah watched it on a plane and was like, I'm, don't do it. And I was like, okay. You would it's not bad. believe things I've sat through. Yeah, I know. Sarah has. Yeah. Sarah, Spirit's god, up there. Sarah, God bless her soul. Two movies that she has, she has seen and filtered out to like protect my like insides. One of them, Eat, Pray, Love, because she still keeps trying to get me to no, watch no, no, it. No, 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 no. But that means she knows I'm not going to watch that. Right. Movies that I would normally have seen, but she like took the fucking movie bullet for me. Was the Spirit and also Wolverine? Oh man! And I, I did not watch both of those what? films. I promise you, you need to watch the first five minutes of Wolverine. Oh my because god! Because it gets you really excited. Yeah, it gets you really, really sad. Then just shut the fuck up. They have, this was... cool, they have this cool thing with him and Sabretooth and spending like a hundred years fighting all the wars. Yeah, the and you're like, wow, that was really cool. In the same sense of um, what was it, the zombie movie that had like this incredible opening montage and then the rest of the movie was kind of meh. You're, you're, you're. Fucking stupid because it's Zombieland and Zombieland was amazing. But no, the opening montage, you know, the it's opening montage was like, do, 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 and it has like the super slow mo, whatever. I fucking love Zombieland, don't you? But the opening there was another one that that did a similar thing. Okay, I'm gonna find it. Somewhere. Anyway, but the opening montage of Zombieland is like probably fantastic, yeah. super fantastic, but kind of has nothing to do with the movie, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the opening montage. Well, it does have to do with zombies. Yeah, but it's the opening the montage could be done in like a legit horror film, and it or, or any, not any other zombie film. Yeah, it could just be tacked on. It didn't have. Anything. You're right. The, we should start every zombie movie with that opening montage. I yeah, would fucking go see them all. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch all the zombie movies. But also, um, similar with the the, the slow moving, super high res stuff. Yeah. Watchmen started that way. Yeah. And yeah. that Watchmen intro fucking is even, like even people who hate the film love the intro. The intro is so good. Them, where yeah. what's his name has like the cape stuck in the thing and his machine gun down yeah. and just like tsh, and, like the flash bulbs going off. That intro. Kennedy. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The intro is just. Fantastic! I like that. Yeah, Watchmen's one of my favorite movie trailers of all time. With uh, the, end, the Smashing the Pumpkins, the yeah. yeah, a movie, a song that was written for Batman and Robin, or was yep. it written for Batman Forever? One of the two. <laughs> one of the bad Batman. Batman and Robin, one with Mister Freeze. Five years later, we still have not yet watched the extended edition Blu-ray Watchmen, and I live now moments away from you guys, and we could watch it. It'd, it'd be a wonderful three hours. Set Four. things up, John. Four, four if you put in the... Uh, it's actually molded into the middle of it. It is? Yep. And already? Okay. Because yep. I thought you could watch it with or without the uh, the Blue Tales. I guess you can. Hair. I've only ever watched the like ultra-perfect director's edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I thought that, that, that clock got like three and a half. Whatever. Something like that. It's fucking yeah, yeah. long. We'll do it. Watchmen. Put an asterisk because we talk about it twice. Yeah, that's right. It's so <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, we're, we're going to sit down and we're going to write a review of all of us watching that movie as it's... As we're watching it, I I I've actually, figured out a way to do that, and I'll, I'll tell you about it after the podcast. I actually we're going to use technology. Do we have a lot of keyboards? Because I advances. I got a lot of cool feedback from various like fans of the site, and even just a couple of like other people while I was out and schmoozing who mm-hmm. really like enjoyed uh, your Fantasia review, and also the fact that really? like I answered, and then like and then you answered, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they were just sort of like they're like I don't know what you guys can do with it, but they were like. Something that can kind of happen. They were like, also the like, like drunkenness, like answered with sobriety. Yeah, it w- was like comedy gold. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, they're sort of like after the fact, and yeah. I don't know if it's like, 
again, like we need to somehow harness the comedy, like of like someone doing something shit faced and then someone like replying to it after the fact. I've been people saying that I should do that for years. Get like shit faced, watch a movie, write the review while drunk, and then like I've, comment I've, on I've it. I've pretty much been telling you since the site started. Yeah. That that you'd be like like John watches this movie drunk and then you have like the first like whatever you wrote and then like yeah. the next day before you post it being like, hey John, this yeah. is sober John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, don't yeah. remember everything, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, yep. The 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 fun one that fucking kills me that we're gonna talk about it on the next podcast yeah. that'll be up before this one. So if you're listening to this one and you haven't listened to the first Fantasia podcast. It's the second time you've it. done this little dialogue. No, this is important. Is great. Man, he's putting ads into all our I podcasts. I apologize guy. for Woo! Pete's behavior. Ads. He's we gone ad happy. Your you've watched money. way too many episodes of Mad Men. Mad Men. Mad Men. Mad Men. That fucking season finale was tits. Wasn't it, though? I read somewhere that they did not tell them what they would find when I, they went I, into I the I told room. you that, and I also think sent you the link. Uh, maybe. It was great. <laughs> it was... Whole, you Scott, why are you not watching Mad Men? I've heard about it. It's yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> it's this thing that you can watch with your girlfriend. <laughs> you. You, you, I'm it's married. Good girlfriend TV. She'll be I'm totally I'm married. Good. Whatever. Good wife material. You, well, either or. Now, you, are you saying that your wife stops being your girlfriend and you start being your wife? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely saying that. Yeah. Well, good to know. Anyway, you should watch fucking Mad Men. You have like zero excuse. What's your excuse? Buffy for the fourth time? It's all, it's all about, like, image. Uh, I've and, been working on the website people I haven't even like, played Counter-Strike this week. Ooh, like, at all. Yeah, but nobody is, because they're getting ready for Go. And yeah, a lot of people are in the fucking betas. New Counter-Strike? Global yeah. Operations? Whatever, whatever. Global Ops? Fuck you. League of Legends is so good. <laughs> I, I was talking about this last night, and I talked about it last on the podcast, too. I have been... Like, I, I fucking... If you had told me two years ago that I would be playing, like, an hour or two of a first-person shooter a day, I would have been like, that's retarded, mm-hmm. but I'm still playing Gotham City Imposters, like, an hour or two a day. Really? It's so much fucking fun. Like, just... It's it's still... It's PS1 download? Yeah, PS, PS Plus. PS yeah, Plus, it's yeah. still a PS Plus download. I still don't have internet plugged into my PlayStation. You should I, probably do that. Yeah. It, it is... Just, just a lot of the shit stripped away from... Shooters mm-hmm. and but still just like fast enough with like wonky. We talked about this for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. What I learned, what I learned is Unreal style. Apparently, I don't know if anyone knows that. Yeah, no yeah, one knows yeah. anything. So Unreal first. tournament. Unreal tournament has a kind of like weird physics and trampolines and whatever and like yeah. flying around. And I've learned people are like, yeah, it's sort of like Unreal. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, but the one thing that I will say that I didn't talk about last podcast that we talked about um, last night, I was hanging out with Ross and DDR. Mm-hmm. Um, how some people can't pick up first person shooters and be any good at them and like and I'm certainly not the guy who's like insta headshot with the sniper while falling off the thing which some of these guys are which yeah, blows yeah, my yeah. mind especially since they're doing it with a controller and not a keyboard and mouse yeah. like I'm not that guy but I don't think I could even be any good at them if I didn't play old school NES games like if I didn't have yeah. that like super twitch like reaction time gamey like mm-hmm. like enemy over there whoa and like like a quick quick movements you, you really have to see and I'm, I'm sure there's videos out there of guys who are at the world finals Quake 3 yeah. or yeah, Quake yeah, Arena yeah, whatever yeah, like the, the, the hands the, twitching and stuff these like guys that. are in a fucking different world of, of skill well, they, they, these they, showed they, had they the... do like two guys who are trampolining in different directions at a different time shooting a rocket that has like a, a travel time so it's not a direct hit yeah. and doing fucking like shots on each other with pillars and stuff involved so the guy sees him hit the trampoline over on one end of the room he knows that his arc is going to take him down to this on the yeah, other yeah. side and nails them with the fucking like I feel rocket. any kind of good like I have a I use now a slow uh, slow moving ice gun okay uh, as my as my like my secondary yeah uh, I use like a close range submachine gun because I play like a fast character mm-hmm. and like 
that I'm starting to like lead my shots and get hits, I'm like, I'm a king. But there are sometimes like like I've had times where I like like hit a trampoline, hit another trampoline, and then get like headshotted, and I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah. I'm, like I I don't even like I can imagine getting shot. Like if someone's just like like shooting spray and pray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like doom, and you see like headshot, and you're like, the fuck was that? And you see like sniper guy reloading, and I'm like, Christ! Like yeah. I don't even know, especially on a on a fucking controller like it could be he's using a mouse I know the Playstation has USBs you can just slap a USB mouse and keyboard in there and most games are going to take it I suppose I read that I don't know I I mean I know that I I thought it has to do with support like I know like some of the like apparently Sims works with the keyboard and mouse and Hmm. stuff I don't know if every game try it it. you should just try it and see what happens you have a fucking USB yeah I plug it in yeah 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 I could Mm -hmm. but I feel that I feel that Sony would sort of stop that you hope so. Microsoft investigated, as I've discussed many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I remember watching, um, I think it was a StarCraft tournament video or whatever else like yeah. that, which had... Oh, yeah, the Korean kid who's... You but, can but see which hand. had the camera on the keyboard and mouse, and you just see, like, his hands are just, like, fucking, like, tw- like a twitchy blur. It's almost with. as fun to see what, what they are seeing on the screen, because they have, like... That you can set up hotkeys for locations that your screen wants to be at, and so they'll immediately set up six of those around the screen, and in the space of, like, five seconds, they'll hit five or six different hotkeys for screen locations, and yeah, at like, each location, <laughs> deliver commands to units that are there. Like, That's so the, the StarCraft pros are, are little little tiny machines, and it makes sense, right? Because these guys are... They live in a gaming house where they play eight to ten hours a day, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they do for three years to get ready for a fucking tournament. Yeah. Like, well, it's like that footage in, that we saw last night. Of? The the people making the matches, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? and, and it's just like, like I could, I'd, I'd be like, like trying to like lump lump Boop. them together. Yeah, super <laughs> slow. I did it. There's just like people like lining up like bunches of things, like flip into the box, flip the box, like fold it, and just like go. And you're like, that that just comes from doing that a thousand fucking times a day. Like, well, it's it's useless skills anyone can pick up. Like I can spin a blockbuster movie in its case on my finger like a basketball. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't I have to check out the things. There it goes. No, oh, no, you fucked oh, that's, There's that's, nothing on it. Here we go. That's fuck it. it up. Oh, did it. Did it. He's spinning a pencil, guys. Spinning guys, a pencil. Visual, visual entertainment. Visual entertainment. Do you know why I can do this? Taught yourself how to do it. Do you know why I taught myself how to do it? Because you were in class. Do you know who I saw do it for the first time ever? Uh, Judd Nelson? Nope. Well, Judd Nelson's a pretty good guess. Judd Nelson's not a terrible guess. This, right here. Yeah. Briefing scene in Top Gun, Iceman's doing it. Amazing. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, that is the coolest thing in the whole wide world. That looks like you're paying attention, but you don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a video of me spinning pencils. Then I'm gonna post it so people can know what we're doing. <laughs> you, should, you should have big ass aviators on. And just like, yeah. ding, like super slow mo, we put the aviators on, like put the hand close to the screen. Look for this on the official 9to5.cc YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, that's coming up soon. What? That's a thing that I'm making. Okay. Yeah, well, so, because right now the videos are on my, my Trash and Suicide oh, channel. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I, I figured they should be YouTube slash 9to5cc or whatever. Probably. That would be professional. You think, huh? Which we are not. Hey! <laughs> We're getting there, though. Remember, the first step to getting paid to do things is getting things for free. I was told this by an actual person. <laughs> no, it was one of the just. No, if there were better credentials. No, one of the, it was one of the just. By an actual person, do you mean like a just for a, a graphic publicist. on Facebook with some text on it? No, it was a just for last publicist <laughs> who was just sort of like, uh, she's like, "Is this your job yet?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Well, if you keep it up, she's like, you guys are like doing a pretty good job." She's like, "It could be," and I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Well, if people are like interested in what you're doing, which they seem to be, and people are like this and that," and she's like, "Just mm-hmm. 
keep it up and eventually you guys could maybe do this as work I was like I would like to do this as work please <laughs> tell me more <laughs> I want to go through there <laughs> tell me more about the like <laughs> the going around and just fucking covering shit in the city and whatever else mm-hmm. do it for work I am... fuck cult Montreal mm. you hear about this what? Fuck I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to... Uh, what is it? What, what, all the, all the people the... from the Mirror who got fired because yeah. no one cares what they're writing decided to launch a website. Oh, it's about, about all this, kinds yeah. of kitschy, crazy stuff in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck those guys. What? That's feud. Why? Because we're about kitschy, crazy stuff in Montreal. Oh. They're like, wanting in on our market. Fuck them. Yeah. Except they, they have more photographs and less podcasts. Assholes. I know. I'm going to get my camera out. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to actually actually try and set something. Not that that's a terrible idea. I mean, really, there's way more people who will look at a photograph than there will who will listen to yeah, a, a podcast. That's I, I actually <laughs> I, I'm kind of a photographer, so... <laughs> but, and if only you had some sort of a, like, a device or whatever that could fucking upload the photos instant. Oh, no, you have a fucking Sony Ericsson phone from 10 years ago. Good one. What? I don't want to fucking take photographs with my iPhone. That's no, you want to take photographs with your fucking camera and upload yeah. them. Which you can do if you have a cable that connects your camera to your phone or uses it like a fucking Wi-Fi spot. You can upload the image from your SD card to your... Like, it's not fucking rocket science. Most or, phones or, nowadays... Or I could plug it into my laptop, which is completely portable. And do you have it with you all the time? I don't even have my camera with me all the time because yeah, I, I don't get invited like, anywhere. Carting around your camera plus your phone is a lot easier than carting around your camera plus a laptop. Hey, when 90S, plus looking for a Wi-Fi hotspot. When, when 90S goes on the road, I'll bring my camera and my laptop and I'll update photos everywhere. 90S is going on the road. All right. Where are we going? Yeah. We're at Scott's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he still doesn't have his camera with him. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get it. 90S on the road. Scott's house. Uh, although the, this, like the, the mobile setup, is mm-hmm. is the thing that people seem to be like the most into. This this is great. They're they're just sort of like like that's how we're we're gonna be trying to set up at the uh, just for laughs. I guess I think yeah. Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. Walter's with you on this. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And even if he's not, fuck yeah. him. I got yeah. my own contacts. Hey, yeah. And they were just sort of like yeah, just like hang out at the Hyatt, plug it in. People are out there drinking, just like grab mm-hmm. them, come in, sit down. And I was like, this is the just for that's laughs awesome. media people telling us to do this, and we're like, correct. So, fuck it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do it. And then we're gonna get people on the show. Fuck, now we'll Hold on, hold on. Wait, you can't take that picture. Why? Right. He's drinking a non-Pabst beer. You can't see. You can't see. We're totally spoiling our... Oh, wait, I've uh, given it away. Our opportunities to... To, to get Pabst as yeah, a sponsor. To talk to well, him. to be fair, Pabst hasn't gotten back to us yet. So, uh, people at Carling... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it out. <laughs> we drink beers. We'll drink official beers. Yep. Is anything to do with, like... Wow, how grumpy is the official bar of it, the... Girl it's been the official club. bar of our lives. Who are we fucking kidding? We've it's been true. going there routinely for, like, 12 years. The best years. part about it, though, or like, is that... Uh, and, like, we mention them recording at Grumpy's, and we tell people to record at Grumpy's, yeah. and, like, we bring people into Grumpy's. And I guess we've done, like, enough of it that occasionally they, they've started, like, comping us the odd beer here and there. And we're like, really? yeah! Yeah! This is amazing! Again, free things. Well, not that we the, haven't had free things at Grumpy's many sure. a time. But yeah, but free things is the intro to getting paid for things. Okay. I think that's... I feel that's a fair way to go. If if you... What's our time at? Mm-hmm. We're like 42 minutes, man. We have like another 20 before we yeah, wrap up. I'm, I'm just snapping away. I feel like he's just snapping pictures. You're telling stories we've already heard. I don't even know what we're doing know, anymore. I haven't talked about this. Music, Scott. Music? Yeah. Uh, I haven't really listened to a whole lot of new stuff I since have. last time. <laughs> really? I don't know what you got. I uh, listened to Azealia yeah. Banks' uh, mixtape, Fantasy, but C mm-hmm. is spelled like the ocean. You, I... It's fucking great. Yeah, it's awesome. Is her, it? her big, her big, um, her big 
track is uh, 212, which is not on the mixtape, okay. which is more her actual, I think it's produced, her produced start to finish. You can Google it. Mm-hmm. So what's it like? Um, it's Genre. Genre? Like, it's hip-hop, but, like, the beats are sort of maybe, like, four or five-year-old, what would qualify as, like, electro four or five years ago, kind mm-hmm. of. But So, like, dated in a good way? Sort of. Like, the beats are the beats are more fun than just, like, normal, like, Boots and Cats, mm-hmm. as Scott yeah, loves yeah. to do. Boots and Cats. Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats and Boots and Cats. And, yeah, yeah. And, cats and, boots and, and she cats. does she does really fast, like, kind of... At, at her best, she gets into, like, Buster Rhymes territory of, like, rapid, rapid fire delivery and stuff like that. And she is dirty as fuck. Like, an entire song about, like, squatting over a guy's face and, like, shoving his head into her vagina. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I, I, I'm, it's what I call like maybe like a mix CD artist, mm-hmm. like an artist who you could pick the track and put it on a mix CD and feel good about that one track. Right. The whole album you get a little it gets a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. but I, I feel that way about like some great bands, like, like sure. Primus. Sleigh bells. Sleigh bells, yeah, sleigh bells for sure. But even like Primus. Primus is a good example. There's like a ton of Primus tracks you like listen to one, but then if you listen to three of them, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. He's Fucking going to town on that bass. Sure is. And there he goes. Good times. You yeah, yeah. Sleigh bells also, but sleigh bells I think only has like about fifty percent good tracks. Like I would put almost any Azealia Banks track on a mix CD, <laughs> like and like that one track. It's just that listening to the whole, whole thing start to finish. And on the mixtape, uh, like some of the stuff that she does, like when I say like four or five years ago, like she has one track where she's just pretty much straight rapping over. Not rapping over in the childish Gambino sense, like right, just right. Turned, <laughs> turned down the vocals and whatever, but vocals are still there. Uh, rapping over an orbital tune, like uh, huh. yeah, cool, yeah, it's cool. It's like I, I don't know. I guess like hipster hip hop, I suppose. Hmm. Is uh, that's a pretty glowing review. If yeah. I ever did hear one. Yeah, I uh, recommend if you're into, I guess electro or hip hop, dirty tricks. And yeah, and hip-hop. really really crass rapping. Yeah, I tried to find some new music, but I was on YouTube and I got into the section where all the links on the side were sepia toned. I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, hipster town! He's there. A joke stolen from Reddit. Well yeah. played. Yeah, Great. but I, I got there like <laughs> yeah. purposely. I read that. I was like, "That place doesn't exist." Okay, let's then you go. Found it. Uh, oh, videos good. Yeah, yeah. It started with Purity Ring and and a little bit of Lissy, and then just kind of floated off. You into uh, ruined an article, by the way. What? Scott. What? Daniel Ross was like, oh man, I really love the Purity Ring album. I fucking listened to all of it, whatever. I'm going to write this big, long fucking review and I'm going to send it to the 9 to 5 guys and it's going to be awesome. And Scott's like, I wrote a thing. But it's like a paragraph long. He's like, well, fuck it. And I was like, Did no, no, Ross. I'm like, your thing would be probably way bigger. <laughs> like, so, that was the thing he wrote it works at work. Well as a rebuttal. Did it's Ross wonderful. actually write it? No, because oh, he well, already, fuck that because you wrote a thing. He was apparently like in the process of like like taking notes. And then you put, like, he was, like, when he posted that Facebook and update, the, like, like listening to the new Purity Ring, and you were, like, on it. He was, like, well, <laughs> fuck this. Like, you, you like, you killed him. I, I wrote 400 pages, and I edited it down to the, the purest, most perfect Crystallized paragraph. That, that explained yeah. about how these two people from Montreal Whatever, are man. Not if you're going to write, you're going to write. you got to fucking do it. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't wait on Ross, because, yeah. you know, we're Wait, probably going to... Hang on. Keep back up. What did John just say? <laughs> Was that John? I said, if you're gonna write, you gotta write. Just do it. That's right. <laughs> do it. Don't overthink it. Just well, fucking start writing. I had a Dark Knight Rises fucking post that you were gonna write that you were talking about. Were yeah, I was it. so pumped for it, and then I fucking flaked off. Oh, the tragedy. I still, I still probably could. Like I, uh, 
there's like an analysis of the three films. There, there was that good Reddit post that had like, you know, what's going to be the greater trilogy, whatever, Star Wars or the Dark Jaws. Trilogy. Oh. <laughs> Jaws is a close contender, though. And no. after, after seeing... No. Jaws 1 is good. I made it, it funny. As, as a so in the, after having seen the third one, I feel very strongly that there is no way in hell that, that, that Batman will take over Star Wars as like the grand trilogy. Other people say otherwise, though. They're completely wrong. And I could explain why, but it would involve talking very much about what happens in Rises. Do it in, do it in a post. Yeah, I might, I might, I might work that. I, I, I know where John's going with this. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I think that there's a distinct lack of penguin. I feel there's a distinct lack of carbonite. Carbonite is what makes a pretty good. Trilogy. Even if we're just talking about the first two films, the the jump from the first Batman movie into the second Batman movie, and the jump from the first Star Wars movie to the second Star Wars movie, it is more clear that Star Wars one and two is is like part of the same grand story. And it is not the same with the two. I disagree. They're they're distinct. Go watch New Hope again. New Hope wraps up and is done. Like New Hope could could be New Hope. Who's the great villain of New Hope? Uh, Vader spirals away in a fucking little ship that into in the middle of deep space, and they blow up the Death Star, and they all get medals at the end. If there was no sequel to New Hope, no one would ever be the wiser. There is an emperor. There is there is no emperor in New Hope. It did wrap up. No. Yeah, he shows up in the little hologram. That's Empire. He shows up in the hologram and Empire. There is no... They refer to an emperor, whatever else like okay. that. I, really, I can't go into details. I really want to. Okay, but I no, but I'm, 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 all I'm saying is that, like, Empire bleeds into uh, Jedi, like, perfectly. New Hope doesn't... Like, it does... If it... Not to say it's on an accident. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on an accident. Not right. to say it's, uh, like, unintentional or whatever else like that. Like, they, they, they make it make sense with yeah. Empire. But, like, fucking end of New Hope, they just blew up the Death Star... Vader spirals off into the fucking sun. Mm-hmm. They all get medals and they're on Yavin. Beginning of Empire, they're on a fucking ice planet and they're still under attack. You're like, what? And like, there's another Death Star. And there's a new Death Star. Or no, there isn't a new Death Star. There, that's that, 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 that's Return of the Jedi. There's a giant fleet and they introduce Super Star Destroyers because there's no Death Star. Like, which didn't exist in the first one either. It's a pretty big fucking... Okay. It's a, it's I, I, I agree with you, and I could explain why number three, but I can't. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about number three. I'm, yeah. talk, I'm talking about Begins to uh, Dark Knight. Like, okay. one to two. I don't know about anything about number sure. three. I'm just talking about so, Enhanced the New Hope Begins to, to Dark Knight, it's totally new villain. There, there's, like, a brief callback to Crane, whatever. Otherwise, it's, like, the the actress is changed. The Well, but that's... that's I guess there's nothing to do about That's that. Tom Cruise's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, that, that's Tom Cruise's fault, and... If you're gonna throw rocks, throw them at Tom Cruise here. Yes, yeah. that's fair. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent is running for attorney, uh, district, district attorney. attorney, whatever else like that, and it's it it pretty much picks off almost where Batman ends, and the ending of fucking begins even has the like what about escalation with the fucking Joker card yep. and all that yep. stuff. It's begins goes to Dark Knight. I'd say even smoother than New Hope goes to Empire. Okay. Now I will say I, this I about I can't the defend this. I have no, but just one points. movie one to two. Like this, yeah. you can spoil movie one and two without getting into three. I don't care about two to three. I'm saying movie one to two. Dark Knight feels like very much the same world as Begins. Okay, but if we're talking about a trilogy, you got to be talking about all yeah, three. But and it, it is clear there, there's like a whole cast of characters who is the same cast uh, in the Star Wars films. In one, two, and three, right. you you meet them in the first one. They have plot lines that are developed and and grow and expand all throughout the three other, films. Other than then, the villain, you have five people. Right? All all of the heroes: Luke, Han, 
Leia, Leia Chewie, Chewie, three PO, R two. So three PO and R two are like tertiary characters. So you're saying that the you can't really say that they grow either. No, yeah, well, they don't really grow. But so Batman, Alfred, Lucius Fox. Okay, uh, Lu- the Lucius girl. is on the three PO level. Yeah, um, Alfred is is also pretty much Chewbacca. The, it's Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, but Batman is also a solitary hero. Like it's, it's kind of different storytelling. But well, well, that's true. But but oh. like that that's part of what makes Star Wars Star Wars is that it's an ensemble story about yeah. a whole stack of heroes. Whereas Batman has one hero. His love interest dies in the second film. Right. The um, that's because she got butterface. There is no th- that like Thank level like of continuity doesn't exist in terms of like the heroes, and and that's even more reinforced in the third film. There's yeah. like this like cutoff, and the characters who are important to Bruce and to Batman at the end of three are not present and don't. Alfred two. Gordon. They're they're there, but yeah. it's not they're not like the it's not like the love romance between um, Luke and Leia. Han and Leia's Han and, Han and Leia's, Leia's romance only starts in two. Yeah. Right, pretty much almost non-existence in one. So, Batman has a two-story love romance. Star Wars has a two-story love romance. It's. I really think that like I I, had this discussion again after you see the third. Maybe, but I don't know. I just I find that, and I've I've, I was thinking about this when I was trying to like introduce the idea of watching Star Wars to Sarah and stuff. I and even video games and whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody can see past nostalgia on the Star Wars. Yeah, that's really tricky. Like, and it's just so hard because you know what? I you just saw. Uh, Dark Knight Rises last night for the first time on Thursday. You've seen Jedi twenty times without trying. Something you know, like like without even trying. Most geeks have yeah. at least seen it five times. You know, like it's just on TV a lot, and it's like around like and and it's been part of your life since you were a fucking kid. It's that whole the, the Bruce Campbell why that why he won't be in an Evil Dead three or whatever. Even the villain, four. the villain of Star Wars is the same villain the whole way through. He gains extra extra like components levels of his villainy he gains allies he gains yeah. he has a personal relationship with the protagonist that simply doesn't exist in the Batman franchise yeah but that doesn't necessarily make a great trilogy Agent Smith it, is the villain in fucking all three goddamn Matrix movies and they go they're yeah, a fucking train wreck those ones fail on, on, on a different level yeah. that, but that element of continuity makes the Star Wars films into a saga and that it's not the same yeah, kind of then, saga then, in that, the Batman films but then that's saga versus trilogy well, we're still talking about two trilogies and why one is a better trilogy than the uh, other. I don't know. As a trilogy, I'm not saying they're better films because I don't. I, I think you might even be able to argue that the Batman films are better, three better movies than the Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can take off your nostalgia glasses, but the yeah. Well, but, let's let's be fair here. I haven't seen. I saw the Batman movies in beautiful high definition. I haven't seen the Star Wars, or like original series in high definition. So yeah. Let's uh, also not the maybe not the director's true version. So I'm gonna wait 20 years for Christopher <laughs> Nolan to go batshit crazy. It's and, true. He might. Uh, he, um, he I heard that uh, have have Batman he, just shoot he wants people. he wants to add. Uh, Christopher Nolan said that if he had had the technology, he would have added Calendar Man into all three films. <laughs> <laughs> just, Chris, Chris, Chris O'Donnell as Robin, all three films. <laughs> Digitally edited. No, 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 no. no. Just, but because that that was not true to the original Batman villain we'd have to put Damon Wayans as Robin in all three films yeah. oh. to, to fulfill Chris his O'Donnell though, but still Chris O'Donnell I don't know the one true Robin he, he really is I mean there's nothing quite like having a 28 year old kid Boy get wonder. his parents murdered and move in with <laughs> Val Kilmer I can watch after you like that's perfectly normal <laughs> sure yeah. I love that they were just sort of like Batman's sixth ward wait 
his sixth, <laughs> like, just loves taking him fucking kids. Hey, want to live in my mansion and be a superhero? <laughs> fucking. You're like, why does he have so many wards? There's been, like, four Robins and two Batgirls or some shit? Uh, uh, fucking ridiculous. And, and a few of them were dead. Yeah, whatever. Because you know why? Because instead of getting, like, maybe the help and education that they would otherwise not have, he's like, hey, put on this costume. Let's fight crime. I'm, I'm telling you, Child Protective Services is just another form of corrupt Gotham institutions. Because they should stop fucking Bruce Wayne from taking on wards. Right, right. They, they totally should, right? So Jason Todd gets killed, disappears. No one asks Bruce about this. <laughs> no one says, Where crap. did your ward hey, go? Well, you were responsible for this boy. Yeah, Bruce <laughs> says, Contact CPS. He does. They're corrupt. Teacher can't do anything. Terrible. I think this is 90S. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, you didn't watch music. You're playing Counter Strike. You didn't. I'm not, not music. even playing Counter Strike. You're League of Legends. I'm reading tons of books, but I can't. Nobody cares done. about my books. You read a passage of a book once. It was good what? times. Yeah, I, I did. I was so proud of that. And you never actually finished the fucking book. I didn't. Did, do you have? I'm sure the subject point. Do you have my, the Chuck Klosterman book? Did you take it away? No. I was like, you ever turned to the Chuck? Oh, you lost my book. I cut you. Chuck Klosterman book. Chuck Services book. Please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number nine t o five d o t c c nine to five dot c c on Facebook, and uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number nine t o number five c c on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in nine to five illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a nine s or a go plug yourselves. And on Fridays we have fine arts with either Sophie and Scott. And uh, you know maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. Nine to five dot cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.